1: This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Royal Blue Podcast in association with Sport Pacer. That sound you can hear is of the windows shutting <laughs> right across <laughs> Europe. Um, but as far as the blues are concerned, the window pretty much shuts uh. A number of hours ago, just a late one, in Matty Pennington has gone on loan to Ipswich Town for the season. But otherwise, the second deadline day of the summer has been quiet. I'm Phil Kirkbride and today joined by Gav Buckland and Tony Scott. As we look back on the window that was Marco and Marcel's first um, and the ups and downs, the highs and lows. And I'll be asking the boys to give me their best bit of business. That may be an in, it may be an out. It may be of somebody not doing anything at all. Um, Chaps, but we're going to start with the window of uh, the Bundesliga and the fact that it's not only shut, Everton have forced it shut and locked it and thrown away the key. (laughs) Adam Ola as of five o'clock today, officially, although we knew from last night, um, if you'd have seen our piece online, that he wasn't going anywhere, will remain an Everton player until at least January, hopefully for longer. Um, Gav, the saga, if you like, is... Over officially in many ways, are you pleased that
2: Evan have kept hold of Adamola? Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? Do uh, you like um, him, I do, but I think, um, said on the pot of a few times, the has been something wrong with Luchman's relationship with Evan. Perhaps over the last twelve months, and the was is twelve months ago. Longer, perhaps. Yeah, you know. Obviously, looking from the outside. Looking in at me, but look, looking in even uh, first part of the pod, <laughs> <A bit laughs> <A bit laughs> early for that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even funny. Is, <laughs> uh, is, is, is there's been something there, hasn't it? For what for maybe on both sides. Um, so I don't know if 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 it carries on, like this, this standoff or whatever you would call it, and Leipzig is still making noises between now and Christmas, then has we just got it got it over and done with. For what was that decent, decent fee that was quoted? Because uh, I know it was twelve million Phil, but I don't think it was twelve million. N- no, yeah, our, I think j- just as a quick yeah.
1: recap, our understanding was that Everton actually only received one official bid, yeah. and that the subsequent uh, offers in inverted commas were more inquiries. Leipzig continued no, okay. to stay in touch, and I think they'd intimated that they would have been willing to go. To
2: twenty-five yeah. million. I'd, I'd, although what I'm basically saying is, I don't see the point of not selling them if we just carry on like this till January. You know where there's obviously a little bit of unhappiness, maybe on either side. But I'd be happy to keep him if that's all blown over and you know both both parties settle down and and Luckman starts showing the you know the the um, the ability that he's got. Uh, I've said before on a pod. I think he's far more suited to four-three-three. 4-2-3-1 because it means he can play higher up the pitch and um, so some, some of the times in 4-2-3-1 he plays a little bit deep he can be a little bit loose with the ball can and he lose possession in dangerous areas so i think keeping the half the pitch is better uh, and if if this brings the end of the saga and both parties move on then i'd, l- I'd like to keep him. but if they're still like an undercurrent perhaps then i would rather him gone so did you um like
1: Marco made pretty clear today and has done for a number of weeks have you grown or did you grow tired of the of the whole saga
0: no I never because well do you know for the first time in a long while when the never manager says something you actually believe it when he says it and he said it I think it was over a month ago now he said it he's not going nowhere it was like three or four weeks ago when he said he's going nowhere he's staying here and sometimes because of the history we've had with managers Sam Allardyce even said it he's going nowhere the next minute he was gone so, for the first time in a long while ago, I kind of trust this fella straight away and then it, nothing happened, there was rumours and there was whispers, but I was confident that what Marco Silva was telling the world was true and it's, listen, as we stand here now, he's been absolutely true to his words, hasn't he? So yeah, I, I didn't believe any of the rumours, I, I think what it was, it would have sent out a bad signal if they would have sold him because then the manager, and Marcel they've all gone back on the words and what they've said see the minute Marcel Brands walked through the door he said I mean, he needs an arm round him I've been talking him for a while when it was at PSG and wanted to sign him so if they would have sold him they would have lost a little bit of faith from the Everton supporters there mm-hmm. now that they've kept him now they've got the full support of all the fans now I'm thinking well, do you know what these fellas know
1: what they're talking about the spots on and what they've said they've backed up how does how does Adam Mola change his current situation at Everton? When everybody's fit, everybody's eligible to play and not banned, how does Adam Mola get what he wants, which, whether it's here or in Germany, is to play every week?
2: It's good to get it, got to get in the team. It's a problem. If you've got Rick Arleson who started off well. Um, and, and I think one of the good reasons he stayed is, is Marco has said, as need two players for one position and... We are a bit late on the left-hand side. I haven't left let Tony's favourite go, and and mm. also Balassi. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> give it a w- bit I of a w- clue away w- for the best I bit of business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I think it's a bit like in theory, it's a bit like the Leighton Baines Dina situation, isn't it? But but you would hope you'd think would be first choice for the foreseeable future if he carries on. And and so what Lukeman's got to do? Yeah, go on, mate, sorry. Is is knuckle down and, and train hard, and and put himself in the, in the frame either, moving on to the right if he can, but the, I, I, it's a difficult situation for me, this. I don't think it is. I think he's got to get his head down and
0: work harder than he's ever done before. But that's he's, been give, he's been given the opportunity to play for, a, in my opinion, a top six club, from, where did he come from? Charlton in League 2. And he's league, su- league 1 at the time. League 1 at the time, yeah. so now he's sulking because he didn't get a move. I, I put him to one side and say, listen, lads, you, you're by, by no means the finished article. You're very lucky to be paid handsomely. You're playing for the top club in England. You get your head down and you work. And if you work, you'll find yourself ahead of Richarlison. You'll find yourself ahead of Walcott. Why, why just, you can't treat anyone differently. You can't. He, he's got the ability to be better than what he wants to be at the moment. It's because his, his, his body language isn't right, his head's not right. I, he needs, honestly, he needs a proper strong talking to by whoever's in charge of him. Where they are as
2: players, Ricarlison and Luchman at the moment, are both similar ages as Luchman. Adam am twenty, Richarlison's twenty one. 21. So yeah. there's a net year which sometimes can be different. Richarlison to me looks a far more and he's by no means the finished article. So somebody's far more capable, as we saw last year, of, of playing every every Premier League game. Um and he just looks far more attuned to, to playing in the Premier League and as we've seen that in the first two games and you know and um i think that we want that to continue and the problem the problem i've got is though like it's good to have competition the problem we ha- you have is what happens if we get to christmas and charleston plays every game because he's been you know the player we're hoping to be and, and theo's started off well hasn't he what what's <laughs> what's we can in, play what play what on and Walker's
0: not going to play 20 games on the screen. Yeah, well, that, like that's probably the ingenuity? best that's side.
2: Though. Yeah, I mean, especially if you play a high pressure up the yeah. further the pitch, that, that that might be the best way of getting in the team. But to me, what I'm basically getting to is what happens to get to Chris was he not really has a lot of game time. What about this one then? Thinking thinking in a little bit outside
1: the box, um, Marco, when Richarlison signed, said he can play on, in any position across the front line, the front three. Is there a situation where Adam Ola-Luckman could be doing everything in training, coming on on the left-hand side, showing Marco he has to start, and therefore forcing Marco to play Lookman left, Walcott right, and Richarlison down the middle. It's a good shout, Phil. It's a very good shout, and you see no reasons why he can't do that.
0: He's very flexible, Marco Silva, obviously when they're on the pitch, they're interchanging. Last week, well, during the week we seen a a 4-2-4, didn't we, at one (laughs) stage when we went 2-0 up? So he's very flexible on that, and... The thing is with Luckman, honestly, you can't see too many differently because he's a youngster and he didn't get his move. So what? Van Dijk didn't get his move to Liverpool, but he knuckled down, got on with it,
1: and then eventually got his move. And, and look, and look, in, in terms of balance, uh, in that comparison, Luckman is he's a twenty-year-old 20 kid. Now we all go back when we were that young. You, you, you are immature. You know, you you are not yeah. making you know the right decisions, are yeah. you? Because you want to play. He just wants to play football. Of course,
0: I I, I get that Phil, but. What he's got to realise, he, he's in a very, very comfortable position here. And yet, if he needs to bring his mates up to live up here or his family, then he's got to do it. Heaven are paying his wages, don't forget. He can't be sulking around Finch Farm and giving a bad influence because we've all seen it, and you see it on social media. There's, there's kids getting pictures with him outside Finch Farm and outside Goodison Park, and his face is tripping him up. He's not even smiling for the pictures. Now he's going to have to turn turn that frown upside down now and start smiling again and working hard now. and he's He's got nothing else but to do for the next four or five months as work his socks off and get back in this Everton team.
2: Well, Gav... Uh, can I, sorry, can on. I just say yeah. something you said about that line-up? Mm. Cheng Tosin might have something to say about Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah, but mm. you know what competition what I mean? for places. So exactly, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to think how does Luckman get in this Yeah, team. well, beside like you've not really got any. The way that would work is we've got no real competition for Tosin, really, the, as a, as an out-and-out mm. centre-forward yeah, and I'm with Tony on this. It, it's just that, go back to what I said before, is what happens if you get to Christmas at the same as if you go to he, he will get opportunities, Gab. We're in well, the League will, Cup.
0: Yeah. The FA Cup is, is coming up in yeah, end of December, okay. isn't it? So he's going to get opportunities. Everton will not keep Richarlison and Walcott in the team for the next 20 games on the spin till Christmas. There's and no other, way it's happening.
1: And, and and it might sound sort of very basic uh, uh, assessment of the situation, but. Luckman, if it hasn't dawned on him or he hasn't been told this already, he ain't playing unless he's training hard. He wants to play, so he's gonna to have to train hard. So there's no point in him moping around if that's what he's been doing. Obviously Marco has questioned his attitude at times this, this summer. There's no point because it doesn't he doesn't get him anything. Doesn't help him, doesn't help Everton. No. Does it make him a more attractive proposition to Leipzig? I'd say not. No, because no. they'll 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 see him
0: in a different light. They, of course they will, they'll say, hang on, we don't like his attitude for one, do so we want that if he doesn't get a move to, say if he could get a move to Bayern Munich if he wants to, If he's going to over there, so no, I, I, yeah. I, I, I he's got to look out of the players and if he wants to move on, yeah fine, players come and go, but if he wants to, he's going to have to knuckle down, I could name, there's, there's dozens out there, Riyad Mahrez, Philip Coutinho, Luis Suarez, Van Dijk, you could, honestly there's hundreds of players out there who didn't get the move, they knuckled down, got on with it and in the end they got the move. So if he thinks he's that good of himself and he wants to play at a higher level than Everton, we'll show us then.
1: Yeah, interesting. No, Luckman, you know, hugely divisive and 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 a, and a major talking point. And as we said before we started this section of uh, today's podcast, Marco is keen to draw a line on it and has been has grown tired of talking about it for uh, for some time. But unfortunately, it will remain a topic of discussion. But I think the only way that Luckman can can end that discussion just by playing well, can he, and getting in the team, and and it, it kind of goes away, doesn't it, to an extent? Um Before I get the lads to give me their best bit of business, which they are sweating over, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a run. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the window that was, as I said at the top of the podcast, uh, it's been a remarkable window in many respects. But when you look at the ins, we all know the ins. Seven ins, you know, we had Richardson, Digne, Virginia, Bernard, Mina, Gomez, and Zuma. But just listen to listen to this list of outs. It includes under twenty threes and senior players sold and on loan. Funes Mori, Robles, Rooney, Klassen, Garber, Onyekuru, Tashiri, Williams, Morales, Vlasic, Besic, Balassi, Ramirez, Callum Connolly, Joe Williams, Anthony Robinson, Matty Pennington. Jose Baxter, Sam Sam Byrne, Callum Dyson, Conor Grant, Davy Tanen and Louis Gray. Now, a quick calculation, that's 23 players
2: who've left the football club.
1: Have you ever known anything like it?
2: No, no. I remember Howard having a big clear out in his first season, um, about seven or eight players later on in the campaign. But in, in, in terms of like a single sort of window, as it were, now um, I bet some of them are on loan some of them come to near the end of the contracts like this is one yeah sorry, yeah. I should have clarified some were actually released as well in yeah, contracts. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 so because if he them if he wanted them so isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It
2: is. but there's some players who've gone on loan they're actually at the end of their contracts With when they Ashley come back Williams. isn't it like you yeah, know yeah. said yeah. Williams um, so um, I think there's some of the loan players will probably never come back um, him it's might do us a favor for name or no names but um, I've not known one but I'll tell you what it was needed
1: yeah. Are, you, are you amazed or or not su- not surprised that you know the the headlines at the uh, start of June when Marcel and Marco were put in front of the press that day at Finch Farm and and Marcel particularly was banging the drum for, for for cutting this squad and trimming it and bringing it down and you know we wrote about it for weeks and weeks. Did you actually think it would happen to that
2: extent? No, no. And 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 I, I point to one of our earlier podcasts where we were talking I think we had a couple of podcasts probably in you know June or whatever, uh when we were saying there would be difficult to move some players on and the two players that were mentioned were Klassen and Ramirez. Yes. Um because of the prohibitive wages and we said that um we would have to be highly imaginative to get both both players off the books. Um, the fact that they've done that—I'll be one of them—is alone, whilst also getting rid of players who, shall we say, don't fit the future of mm. of the club at all levels. I think that is a major, major achievement. And 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 I think going back to what I said before, then that was the important part for me is, is 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 trimming the whole team down, so we've got like a, a, a squad that we can focus on. And also, as well, bringing the wage bill down, which obviously needs to be done, because um, we had a special wages podcast, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, wages but, Day. Yeah, mm. when, uh, and uh, so I think it's been a remarkable achievement, um, and um, I think it reflects well on um, our director of football in particular. Yeah, so, I've, same questions you, Yeah, Bob. yeah,
0: I've got to agree with Gav. I, I went on record saying that at least 10 or 12 would need to go. I didn't expect that many. I know under-20 T's are in the mix there, but... I think in terms of come the, the players in, they're all players in positions where needed, where we desperately needed. The balance yeah. is right to the team now, isn't it? Listen, if you're rating it out of 10, I'd probably say an 8. If it was being picky, I probably would have said the big center forward. Right. a big centre-forward, a really pacey centre-forward. Yeah. That yeah, would yeah. be the 10 out of 10. That would be, wow, we've had a hell of a window. But in terms of rating it,
1: I'd probably go with 8 out of 10 on the players in and players out. Is there a, a, a player on that, Extensive list of outs that I've, I've I've read out. Then that surprise you that, 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 that the club felt he could he could leave. For for example, for me, I didn't see Vasic going, even though I accepted that it, it was difficult to find a space for him in the eleven.
2: I thought they would keep him around. I didn't think Yannick would go either. Oh, that's a, I, I thought he'd be go. I thought he'd right. go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think some of that might be to do with like I say Luckman as well? By the way, yeah. Um, so no n- not really i'm not i'm not surprised there's no there's no names there i think oh, well, i wish we kept him um because you've only got to see our performances over the last couple of years um it's disappointing to see someone's like hannon go on the base i'm not saying they shouldn't have gone but a couple of years ago you're thinking that he could mm. actually do something um but i'm not i'm not surprised and i, I think um i'm not really disappointed in any of those departures. Toby may have kept him Thought though that would have been good. If only don't to Antonio yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, is, is
1: is there a player that you, you felt actually know he deserved to hang around, disappointed that we won't see him for at least a season? I wouldn't say deserved to hang around.
0: I was disappointed and it's probably just, just due to his wages, Wayne Rooney left. Considering and I know it's a different way of playing football now and
1: listen we can't have could you sorry to interject. Could yeah. you actually in, the, in what we've seen in the first four matches? Three in the league, one in the cup. Could you see where Rooney would have played?
0: There's an argument to say, Phil, when Morgan Schneiderlin has been injured. He could he could, he could have easily played that role because not, Schneiderlin's not a box-to-box player, is he, that we come to expect it, where he's up and down um, in offensive areas as well as defensive. But I think what Schneiderlin's done very well under Michael Silva, he's, he's received the ball from the defence and he's set the Everton tone going forward. I don't see no reason why Wayne Rooney couldn't do that job. He's better, one of the best passers the ball I've ever seen in my life. So getting off the defence, he doesn't need to have legs because Morgan Schneider hasn't got legs. He just sits in front of that back four and just, does a good job. So I just feel as if maybe that area where we are lacking, aren't we? Because we're looking at it now and we've seen it last week when Morgan Schneider went off. We went to bits, didn't we? So maybe that little bit of cover. Listen, I know the reasons why Wayne Rooney was sold because of his huge wages. If Wayne Rooney was on peanuts there's arguments to say that will probably be still be there at the moment so me personally I was just gutted because he, it was just short and sweet winning and I t- still think he had a lot more to offer at Everton
2: Yeah I think going back to Tony's point about this big centre forward we are I think still a little bit around that in front of the back four position mm. um, both in terms of the numbers we've got and the balance of the, balance of the, the players that we've got there is that I still don't think we've got a proper senior-like sort of box-to-box midfielder. You know, four-three-three. Mm. Your middle three. You want your holding player Schneiderlin. You want your Sigurdsson, and you want somebody who ideally can play box-to-box. Um, you've got it's just a gay okay, doing that at the moment, but we know that is is he's best. More close to the Schneiderlin role than playing further up points. And you have got like say Tom, who in theory could do it, but he's just. You know, and this is for another podcast is, is maybe not there, but well, is not there yet, and I, and I do think that maybe that's that's where we're missing, yeah. and, and we are light on reinforcements. I mean, as you say, um, if Snyderland's injured, we end up playing, trying to play somebody who's that's not their game because I don't think it's, it's just a game to get the ball off the back four and ping it around the pitch. So. That that's another area, but we we well, like I said, and I think we we probably all agreed The important thing was get players out, concentrate on the real key positions, and and then take it from there. That in terms of buying players, it may take us two or three transfer windows to uh, to sort something else. But we've certainly made a good start.
0: I think the mid- the midfield situation is a worry for me as as, the, as we get to Christmas because obviously there's no sign of Gomez yet. But in terms of where we want to be, we want to be we want to be, be in the top six, don't we? We want to get we want to get in there. You look at the teams who are all above us. Their midfield just overpowers us, doesn't he? Obviously, City. You don't even need to talk about them. Fernandinho, etc., and David Silva. Even Liverpool across the park. You got Henderson and Kite, full of legs. Look at Manchester United, Pogba and Matic, Then you look in the game, Wanyama, and you're looking again, Tottenham, Wanamaker, and you go. It's going on and on and on. Um, Ericsson, even you. You're looking at our fields and it's just a guy, Morgan to they wouldn't get into any of their teams, and it is a worry that that position for me because it's the most integral part of winning a football match. The Royal
1: Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. One hundred and twenty odd days until January window opens. And I'm sorry, so. <laughs> I know, sorry. I are you going to say Christmas, Dan? Phil. <laughs> yeah, 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 a yeah. Less than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Marco said to me in the summer. You only go into January if you're in basically in dire straits or you've buggered it up yeah. in the summer. Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't by the looks of it, but what you two have just said to me suggests that we're still light in a couple of areas. Do we go again in January to try and find either a midfielder toe or Gav a striker?
2: Well, It depends how Gomez settles in and what sort of role he, he plays. Uh, that will be that'll be one thing. Uh, and, and the striker situation... Is well, I refer you to your pre- previous uh, comment that you could play Rich Allison there, um for you know, if needs be. Um, but we may, be, may just get through January, it depends on depends what position we are in the league as well, doesn't it? I mean, because we've got no European commitments, and what I'm saying, you know. D- d- the so-called mythical big six, you know, there's at least two of them that are really struggling at the yeah. moment, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And it could be, that, and this is where, like, throwing away a couple of points hasn't helped, it could be Christmas, at the current rate knots, that you may find yourself, if we, if we really progress well, and do well on the, on the server, you may be there or thereabouts, you know, we you, know, I
0: knocking agree. on I the
2: door I of the six. I, I
0: agree with you, Gav, I, I think that, sorry to interrupt, I think yeah. you you could find yourself here, because there's no European football and the big clubs have all got you've got Arsenal are in the Europa League as well don't forget mm. Chelsea are in the Europa League Man United have got Champions League football as well So these are these are having a knock on effect in their squads where we're just ticking the games over Saty 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 saty. and Everton I agree with Gav they could find themselves in a position where do you know what if we actually find ourselves maybe three or four points going into December or fourth or fifth may force us the chairman's hands here and think, well, do you know what why not go and get a centre-forward here? You could get us 10 important goals to maybe even break into the top four. You just don't know where you find
2: yourself come December time. Just, just getting around the, in and around the top six, full yeah. stop, you know. you know. So I think that might determine about Luckman as well. So I, I, I keep... Basically what we're saying here, I think, is keep our over mm. open about January and don't be too... Um, specific about well we're not going to buy anybody mm. just I think we just need to keep our options open it'll be interesting to see what happens
0: I think next summer though Phil they, they've got to go and get a big powerful sentiment fielder they've got to one that does the job of Morgan Schneider and just a guy full of energy box Oof, of oxygen oh yeah but you've got to go yeah. and get them haven't you we've got Richardson. we've signed good players do you know what I mean we've Got yeah. Mina. they're really good players who we've signed so There'll be one out there, and that's what Marcel Brands gets paid handsomely for.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, this player wouldn't fit the age profile because he's he's the wrong side of thirty. But then, at Spurs looks like he could be on the move in January. I'd love him. I'd would, love
2: him. Would he come here though? Well, yeah.
1: This is the question, isn't it? If yeah. if we're pushing and Gav, we're pushing fourth or in pushing to top yeah. six and win the quarterfinals oh, yeah, yeah. of the League Cup, and he's mm-hmm. not played,
2: and if the money's right, yeah, um, powerful, d- d- glad two games, very. But, t- but, t- but, t- but as I
1: say. Thirty-one and Marcel's talk about age profile yeah. doesn't fit the yeah. the, the strategies. The
2: one the one we have mentioned in the past, who would be like sort of he considered be I wouldn't mm. it? Mm-hmm. You know, thought you'd expect many Watford <laughs> listeners. Who, <laughs> yeah. Who's picking up the phone to Watford <laughs> oh, again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure have they haven't blocked Devons <laughs> number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blocked,
0: <laughs> muted the lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: There, was, there was a great uh, one. One said about you know about brands saying about overpaying for. Uh, Of and he he said that was called the don't sue us money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that'd be I'd be incessant. Keep our apps open for January. It's time, it's time. Um, Scott's just taking a sip
1: of water, so he's ready first. (laughs) Tony Scott, Everton's best bit of business this summer. It could be an in, it could be an out, it could be somebody going nowhere. Go. Apart from my best mate leaving, I'm not even going to mention his name because it's not worthwhile. He'll be in
0: Fiorentina under 23s in three or four weeks. <laughs> you mark my words. And if Fiorentina fans that are listening, you'll get what's coming to you. We've seen it all before. I think Everton's best bit of business was Yerry Mina. <sighs> yeah, really a big do. shout for it a player is. we've not seen yet. I know. I, I just from what I've seen and heard from very. I lead respectable people who've watched them quite a lot. I'm taking it from them that he's going to be some player for Everton. I just think, in terms of what we needed at the back for a long, long while—not since, since Lescott—someone big, unit at the back, powerful, pacey, get your goals. I, 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 I can't wait to see him in an Everton shirt. I really, really can't. I think for what we're getting, we're getting a young, energetic player who's already, you can see he's fitting in with, with the players as well on the social media kind of style, can't you? So I'm really looking forward to it and I think that could be... Um, I remember spe- speaking to a, um, a player who, sorry, a journalist that covers Barcelona a lot and he was asking about um, players who they could, Barcelona could regret letting go, obviously Dinier and Gomez obviously on loan. He said Yerimina could be the one that they
1: really regret on letting go. Gav, big call from Scotty, really interesting uh, yeah. for you. Your best bit of business could be an in, could be an out, could, could be somebody who didn't move at all.
2: That's one thing, so i of be keeping an ear out for any Fiorentina podcasts Because <laughs> <laughs> Scotty will be on money, so we can still <laughs> slag Morales off. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, slag Morales off in Italian lane, that I think... <laughs> yeah. uh, I, think <laughs> I mentioned two, but this no. is... No. Not, oh, no, 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 I did not mention Morales, but No, no, no. I'll okay. 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 no, no, no. tell you what, it's keeping Jordan Pickford... That's that's the best bit of business for me. Um I think we said on the World before prior to the World Cup, um that if Jordan has a big World Cup then it could be a problem for us in terms of trying to retain him. Um thankfully for us, that phrase nobody was prepared to test or resolve or, or in public anyway. Mm. Uh, so I, I think the best Bit of business. Being a man, goalkeepers are hugely treasured players these days. Um, I think keeping Pickford was the the, uh, the best bit of business. Now, for our
0: listeners, we're going to ask Phil Kirkbride. Bride, put him on the spot now, Phil. Best bit of business from Everton?
2: Signing up Marcel Brands. Yeah, that was my other thing I was going to say.
1: If we're talking a footballer, yeah, footballer, um, yeah. yeah, in or out? I think. Richarlison looks the, the business and I think he yeah. he's solving or looks like he will solve a long-standing left-wing issue I think he as we spoke about play across the front line I think he's big he's powerful mm. he's quick he's got quality mm-hmm. I think he's what fans have been craving for for seasons he ticks the boxes for me, yeah. apart from Russia buds to the head. But the but, but, I, but he has got that little <laughs> yeah.
2: bit of a little bit of a streak, which yeah. I, I think okay, I think you're to have to care back it. He's because gonna he's, gonna be, be, but he's you, gonna be targeted. He's gonna be targeted. Well, I don't think that's if you Garvin Allison was right to headbutt Smith, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> headline. <laughs> if he keeps that under control, you've got to have a little bit of an edge. You know, there's some Dally Alley's one, one of them, isn't he? Really? Yeah, like yeah. you got you got a little bit of an edge. I think sometimes. Um, but I'm with Phil I think uh, that's why I said too I said player mm. keeping Pickford but overall the biggest asset that we've got in is Brands because I think he's the he's the real deal isn't he You know, yeah. uh, based on what you've seen so far he's a, a huge asset for us to have at the club
0: I you think um, sorry Gav I'm a Wofford fan when I was, I was tweeting about Rich and obviously the fee and, cetera, and a Wofford fan got in touch and he said you mark my words he said you'll double your money on him and I went, Mm, yeah, all right, we've just paid <laughs> paid thirty odd million for him rising to fifty, etc. And he went, You mark my words, you could easily double your money on him in a
1: couple of years. And I went, Yeah, okay. And we're seeing it now, I thinking, <laughs> You know, and look, there's so many things that have gone into Richarlison's decision to come to the football club. Obviously, the football club will be paying him very well, I'm sure. It's a big club, you know, and I'm sure the chairman of Farhad did an excellent job in, in, in selling that to him as well. But I think we have got a lot to thank Marco for
2: because he ain't coming to many other clubs apart from where Marco is, is he really? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and and that and that's right. And I, I'm really excited by him. And I think if you decide. Remember we had that sort of panicky podcast about three weeks ago, and we were saying <laughs> we bought everybody else had bought players. I think there was only she yeah, yeah. said There was only two. It was only us and Tottenham at the time. Tottenham, Burnley, and Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. We th- we're sitting here thinking, oh, there's only like three weeks left of the transfer window. Mm, That's yeah. the, the domestic transfer window shutting. You know, the, we didn't expect three or four on the yeah, last day. And, I think, think, you know I mean? and but imaginative stuff as well. But mm-hmm. at the same time, addressing the real issues on on the pitch, and I thing combined with all the players. You know who've left which needed to go um i think um as a, if, you, if it was marking on on 10 i'd, I'd put it as an eight mm. with the potential that if the players that we have bought who've not played yet Yerimina, really mean it, mm. gomez come in and play really well then you're talking a nine or nine and a half uh. of course. Mm. yeah well, i think well,
0: what i will say about rich Arlton, phil as well as that how well have the fans talked to him? Well, yeah, it's, it's all part b- of the package, isn't it? Yeah, and how well has he talked to the fans as well? He, you can see, absolutely loves it here. The social media is wash with Everton, there's little celebration and that, so it, it is refreshing to see a young lad what, loving it, loving his, his time here and you, you very rarely get that sometimes, you get players. Yeah, if, you, if you're if looking at what we just talked at the top of the podcast, as I'm all looking, if you ever want to look at someone else there to see how we can bear the fruits of how we can get involved with the fans so much and put a smile on his face, Look, facing him in the, in, in the changing room.
1: So I just want to come back to Gav's best bit of business. She said was keeping Jordan Pickford. Is that challenge, is it going to be the same thing when we sit around here in 12 months' time? That if we've kept Jordan Pickford for another season, that outweighs anything else we're going to do, even bringing in the top striker. In fact, keeping Jordan at the football club is actually going to be better than anything we could do. It's
0: a good shelter. Um it put, there's a possibility that I remember when, when, we, when we signed him when we all had to pick our player that we wanted to sign
2: yeah. we signed all four didn't we Yeah,
0: yeah. And <laughs> I did pick Pickford and the reason I said it I said he's going to have to be our goalkeeper for the next four or five years and that's the reason why I said it because we all threw our names in the ask I've said Michael Keane
2: I like you. I departed podcast.
0: They clash and like that. <laughs> no, would uh, okay. even kicked him off the podcast. I <laughs> <say>. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think that's why the reason why I said it because it, it's not many players we were all to in the at that you could see. Do you know what he's going to be there for three or four years? players come and go. I get that, but he was an integral reason why I said him because that position we haven't, in my opinion, we never replaced Nigel Martin. Tim Howard and bits and pieces, yeah. etc. But in terms of stability and in goal, yeah. Jordan Pickford must. It's got. You're gonna have to. You're talking Allison fees for seventy odd million. You're gonna have to start talking hundreds if you want Jordan Pickford. And I'm not. I'm not that. Honestly, really not. Young goalkeeper, one English, of the best. Yeah,
2: I get that. Young yeah, yeah,
0: English yeah. goalkeeper, one of the best in yeah. Europe, if
2: not the world. What he's just seen. Well, on the World Cup, yeah. Um, well, name name five or six better than him. Well, what I'm gonna say is on Pick- Pickford is. I think this season's a really big challenge for him, that he's come back off the World Cup, sort of national hero or whatever, um, one of the goalkeepers of the World Cup, Um, you talk about young players, Phil before, about like Luckman and that also applies to Pickford, Is that, (laughs) for for players of any age, but particularly young players, coming off the back of a good World Cup can sort of change your mindset and all of a sudden you're, you viewed in a different light, and you regard yourself in a different light, and that can damage some some players. And I think Jones has got to be careful that he doesn't let it go to his head. So he's not that type phrase. of player, though, Gaby.
0: Uh, you see me; he, 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 he can be confident. It's not an arrogant type of way. I'm he's confident. Saying, yeah, he's probably level He's come across as
2: that anyway. Yeah, but on the pitch, whatever off the pitch, but on the pitch, that actually, you know, you start believing your own publicity and and and, and coming off the back of the World Cup is always difficult anyway as a challenge physically. You know, uh, though he is a keeper, and and I think there's a far bigger um, challenge in his second season than his first season. In some respects, even though he was new to the club with us last year and he was playing behind was probably a more flaky <laughs> defense. Yeah. Uh, I think in some and, and what I've seen so far is maybe you know he just needs to, you know, just uh, cool it down a little bit. Uh, and um, I think if we, if we get in link with. Big moves next year that means had a good mm. season and that he's overcome that challenge. Right, I think it's a challenge for him this year, both on and off the pitch. Interesting, I mean, we, we could talk
1: about the window that was for hours, mm. I'm sure. Um, but we will we'll cut window talk there and we'll quickly move on before we wrap up. Uh, to the game on Saturday, uh, Huddersfield at home. Uh, Huddersfield who don't score against anybody, but you know, well, look, probably will, mm. won't yeah. he? Bang, bang one in in the first minute tomorrow. <laughs> What are we expecting uh, tomorrow? You know, unbeaten, you know, got through Wednesday, could have been tricky. You made a change team, got through it. You know, momentum's still there. What are you feeling about Saturday, too?
0: I'm feeling that it's it's a must-win yeah. straight away going into the international break to keep the confidence going, to get all your players on. Or they're going to be going on all four corners of the, for the world. But I just feel that when they come back, they're still going to be buzzing to get in the atmosphere of Everton. So it's important that we get a win and keep the momentum going keep the unbeaten run going and do you know I'd love a clean sheet more than anything mm-hmm. Phil it's just what's happening with this zonal mark and I know it's a, <laughs> it's a huge debate we could be here for another hour if we wanted to talk about that but we've got to keep a clean sheet I don't care how do you get it if you want to play man-to-man mark and zonal mark and just keep it to give everyone a boost a nice clean sheet we'd probably be about 4th or 5th in the league unbeaten in the next round of the cup home draw you couldn't have wished for anything better really could you at the start of the season so big win and put a bit of
1: a style on as well just before I go on to you I just want to make it clear on the zonal and man marking debate I spoke to Marco you can read the story on our website now and in the paper on Saturday morning it's zonal and nothing he will not change the man marking he insists that he's used it his entire career and they're going to have to work on it He he thinks it's better um, and he said he said and I said to him, but Mark, if I was marking you at a corner and you score, it's my fault. That's why man to man's better because you create yeah. a level of accountability. He said, No, no, there's still accountability with zonal and I can tell you now because I've just told him yesterday or the day after, Calvert Lewin was at fault for Rotherham's goal on Wednesday.
2: That's interesting, Phil, because what happens if I put two players in one zone? The, well, when the ball goes to one of them, you, that's when you challenge him. I mean, that's, that's so he's going to he, Markham, so so he's gonna get out-jumped then, isn't he? Oh, no, because... If he's trying to b- challenge two men... Well, you're not. If, if, uh, if, if the you,
0: listeners have got another spare hour... <laughs> if, you're challenging
2: <laughs> the ball, aren't you? I mean, yeah, What yeah, yeah. time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're challenging, you're going for the ball, you're attacking the ball, you're not attacking the player. And, in theory, you, you can keep yourself equidistant from either player, and if it goes near them, then... You're not, you're so, not really uh, at a disadvantage. Marco did use the phrase "attack the ball." By yeah, the way, that's so. right, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I, don't
0: get me wrong. When Yeri are fit and Zoom, they have got the plays, arguably, I know it's, what it's to do. It's to counter the attack team straight away. You yeah, can, get, exactly, you can yeah, get on the you yeah. can get on the attack straight away from it. I get all that, but from what I've seen, we can't even keep a clean sheet against a championship team. Well, really. every time every cross that goes in the box. You can see the Gladys just go back ten yards. The, the,
1: the, the bag of nerves. It, it, it's clear from what Marco has said, and we will wrap up. I'm sorry, we're dragging it on again. <laughs> um, that clearly we played man to man under Sam. Marco says, you know, it's different from last season. And we obviously looked like we weren't lacking anybody last season, but, <laughs> yeah. um, and it will it will take time. So, yeah. have we got to be patient?
0: Yeah, we've got to be patient, and it, we've seen the the um, the interview with Carragher and Neville John that we doing. We were talking about you um, know Emery they saying, listen, have the players got to adapt to him or has he got to change to the players? And there's an argument for and against it. The players are going to have to learn from Marco Silva. It can't be the other way around where, listen, well, I'm willing to adapt a little bit here, in there, listen, if Michael Keane and Phil Jagielka and Mason Holgate can't work the way Marco Silva wants to play and defend, you're out on your and you're on the door, do you know what I mean? So it's going to have to be his way or the highway, but sometimes, Phil, you're going to have to, to, have to change a little bit. I'm just... I'm very nervous watching everything from set pieces. Look, you've seen the goals we can see, and just oh, yeah, It's a yeah. cross in the box and they're just putting two men in one area and next minute... It just, you could be the best defender yeah. in the world. If you put two players in one zone, you don't numbers. One has to pin the defender down, and the other lad's got a free rate. Got a free
2: header. That's only when if they fi- if they win the first ball, like they did it to Bournemouth, it doesn't matter. No, well, it if, if, if we the win the first ball, like that's that's the whole thing, isn't it? What happened against Bournemouth was that like, we didn't win the first ball, so we, we, uh, when that happens, we're knackered. And that happened against uh, in, in the first home at Southampton, well, wasn't it? Yeah, it happened in Southampton. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll get my sleeping bag so we can. Uh, carry, <laughs> carry on, like, uh, but, I think we sent a few to but, sleep. But, what was what was the question <laughs> Phil? yeah you nodded enthusiastically when tony said it was a must win yeah i think it is because i think if we don't win we sort sure of think a bit of a dampener we start the season well but we've only got you know a minimum well, about six points that would be wasn't it from four games assuming we didn't lose so um we, we need eight points by from the four games which i think when you saw the opening four fixtures, you would have taken that as a minimum uh, to be fair. And given
1: uh mountain injury list, you take you take that into the international break and you know, you're happy, aren't you? Yeah.
2: And uh and for once I'm not really bothered about the to performance tomorrow or indeed the clean sheet, just a just a victory. No. And uh <laughs> yeah, <she's gone>. um <laughs> okay. I will I would just just a win. Win tomorrow. Um so what would you rather do? 0-0, draw 0-0 or win 2-1? No, one? of course I'd rather oh, win. Oh, there you go. But you want to because I haven't <laughs> seen one since Big Sam. I'm, yeah. only, <laughs> where, yeah.
0: I'm only messing <laughs> out there. One thing I will say, though, Phil, before we wrap up is that for the first time in a long while, the international break has come at a very, very good time for Everton. Yeah. With the eight players that are out injured or suspended, whatever, it's come at a very good time for us. We can get a win then you've got the best part of 10 days now to get your Gomez back, to get you just a gaze back. Do you know what I mean? To get all these, Yeti Mina, They'll, they should be arguably mm. right up to the pace of things. Um, so it's coming a yeah. good time.
2: We've got a home game then, haven't we? West Ham. West Ham, yeah,
0: South, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so there you go. Then Southampton in the Cup, then Arsenal. Indeed. Yeah, 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 so, so, yeah so yeah, it's coming a good time, the international break. Big period coming up as it is ever with Everton, but renewed optimism and hope uh, as we head to Goodison on Saturday. Gav, Tony, thank you very much for joining me on the latest edition of the Royal Blue Podcast in association with Sport Pacer. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.